With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, and welcome to the Saturday, November 11th, 2023 Michigan State Spartans edition of the Land Grant Tailgate Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Tamanini. Happy Veterans Day, everybody, and to those of you who wore the uniform, thank you for your service. For the fifth straight year, every Ohio State football game day this season, I will be kicking off your morning with all of the details that you need to be prepared for that day's contest, whether you are watching from your couch, at a sports bar, or if you are cheering on the Buckeyes from inside the stadium. Today at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time at the Cathedral of College Football, known to the world as Ohio Stadium, the number 1-9-0 and Ohio State Buckeyes, coached by Ryan Day, will take on the 3-6 Michigan State Spartans under the direction of interim head coach Harlan Barnett. In an effort to sell more Nike jerseys, the Buckeyes will be donning all gray kits for the matchup tonight. Okay, I I don't know. Are are we supposed to get excited about this? Are people going to buy all gray jerseys? I I don't know. Either way, it's fine. It doesn't matter. The game will air on NBC, which means that tonight's game will feature the mediocre commentating crew of Noah Ega on play-by-play, who also called the Ohio State men's basketball loss to Texas A&M on Peacock on Friday night. Todd Blackledge will be on color commentary, and Catherine Tappan will be on the sideline reporting. As always, the game can be heard on 97.1 FM in Central Ohio and on dozens of affiliates around the state. With the best in the business, the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, will be on the call, along with Ohio State and NFL legend Jim Lachey supplying color commentary, and Matt Andrews on the sideline. The forecast calls for a chilly evening in Columbus. At kickoff, it'll be around 43 degrees under clear skies. Temperatures will drop down to the upper 30s throughout the course of the game. 
There is currently not expected to be any chance of precipitation during the duration of the game, and winds will be around 4 to 5 miles per hour coming out of the north-northeast. As always, Ohio Stadium gates will open two hours before kickoff, so at 5.30 p.m. this afternoon slash evening. The doors to St. John Arena will open four hours prior to kick, or at 3.30 p.m. if you would like to make your way inside that hallowed barn in order to get the best seats possible for the Skull Session before the band's festivities get underway at 5.10. Starting at 4.30 p.m., FanFest will open on the South Lawn outside of Ohio Stadium. The pride of the Buckeyes, the Ohio State University Marching Band, has not put out its official schedule yet as of recording time, which is unusual because normally they do it earlier in the week. But based off of how things normally happen, I would expect that they will enter Ohio Stadium with their always electric ramp entrance at or around 7 p.m. What they do from there in terms of a pregame script Ohio and what their halftime show will be, it'll be a nice surprise for everybody in the stadium. This past Tuesday, the Buckeyes retained the number one spot in the college football playoff rankings. They remained third in both the AP and coaches polls, with three first place votes from the media and five from the coaches. Michigan State is not ranked. The Buckeyes are still tied with the cheating cheaters of Ann Arbor at 6-0 in conference on top of the Big Ten East. Sparty is tied with Indiana at 1-5 in the league at the bottom of the division. On the other side of the Big Ten, Iowa is currently alone at the top of the Big Ten West at 4-2. Nebraska, Wisconsin, and Minnesota are in second at 3-3. Three three. When DraftKings Sportsbook released its initial odds for the matchup, OSU was favored by 29.5 points, but the line has moved up a point and a half and currently sits at 31. The total points score line is currently at 47, which means that the odd makers are projecting a score in the neighborhood of 39-8 in favor of the Buckeyes. OSU's money line is at negative 9,000, while Sparty's is at plus 2,500, meaning that if you bet $100 on Michigan State to win straight up and they do somehow pull off the upset, you would profit $2,500. However, if you want to win $100 by picking the Buckeyes to get the victory, you will have to bet $9,000. Now, that might not be worth the risk just for a $100 payoff, but it does feel like a pretty safe way to pocket 100 bucks. DraftKings has a number of interesting game and player props that might interest you. They have Kyle McCord's passing total at 284.5 yards and Michigan State QB Kaiten Hauser going for 125.5. McCord has a 2.5 touchdown over underline, while Hauser is at half of a TD. Some of the other fun props include who will score the first touchdown. Marvin Harrison Jr. is leading the way at plus 250. Who will have the longest touchdown? Ohio State is at negative 525. And whether or not the combined final score will be even or odd. Odd is in the lead at negative 115. We will get an official injury report as mandated by the Big Ten, no later than 5.30 p.m. today. Not that those things are ever incredibly accurate or tell the whole story of what's going on with Ohio State's injury situation. But starting safety Lathan Ransom will almost assuredly be unavailable tonight. And there is question over whether starting tight end Cade Stover or starting linebacker Tommy Eichenberg will play today as well. It is likely a situation where both of those guys would absolutely be on the field if the situation required it, but given the relative level of opponent tonight, it might be prudent to give them a little extra time to rest their respective injuries. Tommy is, again, dealing with injuries around his hand. Kate is dealing with both a lower leg and a wrist injury. 
Quarterback Denzel Burke practiced this week and Emeka Ibuka says that he is back 100%. So even though those very important starters have been banged up, barring anything else weird that might happen between when I am speaking right now and game time, they should be back on the field tonight. As I said earlier, the Spartans come into the game at 3-6 on the season. Their wins came against Central Michigan with a very curious-looking dude on the sideline who appeared to have sunglasses that could record video on, then against the Richmond Spiders, and last week, shockingly, against Nebraska. Of course, earlier this season, head coach Mel Tucker was fired for cause following an investigation of sexual misconduct, forfeiting what was left of a 10-year, $95 million contract. There is fumbling the bag, and then there is fumbling the effing bag. Unbelievable. Unsurprisingly, Sparty has been pretty terrible this season. I, I won't belabor the point by diving deep into their statistics like I normally try to do in this section, but I will give you the broad strokes. They are currently number 113 nationally in total offense. Of course, that's a, out of 133 FBS teams. They're also number 123 in scoring offense. Believe it or not, they actually score fewer points per game just by a few decimals, but still than the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa is outscoring Sparty. They are at least somewhat respectable on defense. They are 74th in scoring D and 47th in terms of yards allowed. Michigan State has thrown 10 picks this season, tied for the most in the Big Ten, but they are fifth in terms of sacks with 25. Overall, a semi-competent defense, but not nearly good enough to compensate for an offense worse than Iowa's. Ohio State and Michigan State have played 51 times dating back to 1912. The Spartans won five of their first seven matchups, but overall OSU leads the series 36-15, and they are on a seven-game winning streak. I shouldn't have to tell you that the last loss to Michigan State came in 2015 when Urban Meyer forgot that he had Ezekiel Elliott on the team, essentially ruining Ohio State's chances to win back-to-back -back national titles. But I guess I just did anyway. Um, Michigan State has only won three times in this series since the year 1999. That was my freshman year at Ohio State, by the way. And in those 19 games, they have only scored more than 20 points four times. I don't think they're getting there today. Okay, after a quick break, we will continue today's episode by diving into the game's advanced analytics, the rest of the day's marquee college football schedule, and my predictions for what will happen in tonight's game. Welcome back. Okay, let's take a look at the advanced analytics for today's matchup. According to the Gold Standard College Football Analytics Rating System, SP Plus, from ESPN's Bill Connolly, the Buckeyes are the number three team in the country, with the number 16 offense nationally and the number three defense. Michigan State is currently number 72, according to SP Plus, with the number 103 offense and number 36 D. Somehow, Ohio State's special teams are ranked 23rd, which might completely undermine everything that SP Plus says, but the Spartan specialty units are ranked 19th. Connolly's model projects Ohio State to win by a score of 38-7, which would be a push and would be an under if you are using SP Plus for betting purposes. Connolly's model gives OSU a 96% win probability. 
ESPN's Football Power Index, or FPI, which is a completely different analytic system from the worldwide leader than Connolly's SP+, has Ohio State as the number one team in the country, as it has for at least half of the season, giving the Buckeyes a 25.2% chance to win the national title, which is tops in the country by more than 11 percentage points. Their actual overall percentage went down slightly following last week, but their lead over number two increased by over a point. Those sign-stealing ragamuffins from the Mitten State are number two at 14%, down two percentage points overall. Michigan State comes in at 78th, and just in case you are curious, the Buckeyes have the best chance to make the college football playoff at 76.3%, according to FPI. Florida State, despite being ranked 7th in FPI, is next at 63% to make the CFP. I put the Buckeyes and the Spartans into the analytical model from friends of the show, the College Football Nerds, and it projected a 38.5 to 8.6 victory for the Buckeyes. The model indicated that Ohio State should have a moderately better day rushing the ball than their average this season, but their passing attack should be 38% better in terms of yards per attempt, while the Nerds model predicts that OSU will be 27% better in terms of yards per carry allowed and 37% better in terms of yards per passing attempt allowed. And finally, the most fun predictions model that we look at every week, the NCAA Game Simulator spits out an average score of 30.1 points for the Buckeyes to 15.4 for Michigan State, thanks to 1,429 simulations as of recording time. The simulator shows 16% of the simulated games were decided by less than 5 points, and 2.3% went to overtime. The simulator has Ohio State winning 80% of the time, which feels low considering it was only at 82.7% against a much better Rutgers team last week, but what can you do? They also had the Buckeyes winning by more than 20 points in 41.6% of the Sims. Conversely, they have the Spartans winning by more than 20 points in just 1.4% of the over 1,400 games. Now, before we get into my predictions for the game, I want to run through the rest of the day's major college football action. All times, of course, are Columbus time. Obviously, the game to watch in the early window is the one taking place in Happy Valley. It's kind of crazy that, barring an emergency temporary restraining order, we, us fans, us nobodies, will get to watch the game in the exact same way that venerated and highly respected and ethical head football coach Jim Harbaugh does, sitting on the couch watching on TV. That game will, of course, be on Fox. The number three Harboys will be taking on the number 10 Penn State Nittany Lions. I will never root harder for the Nits than I will today. Then following big noon, the number 18 Utah Utes will visit the number five Washington Huskies on Fox. And on CBS, also at 3.30, number 13 Tennessee will take on number 14 Missouri. Over on ESPN at 7 p.m., a game that will almost certainly be more compelling than the game that we will all be watching in roughly the same window will be the number nine Ole Miss Rebels going between the hedges to play number two Georgia. If you would like to hear more about Week 11's college football schedule, head over to the Fans First Sports Network College Football Feed, where Jamie Urich and I discuss the biggest games in every window on the No Fall Weddings podcast. Okay, back to the Buckeyes. I'm not going to sugarcoat this one. If Ohio State doesn't win by four touchdowns, that is a failure at this point in the season, especially as you are getting ready to gear up for the rivalry game and then the postseason. This should be a game where the starters don't have to play deep into the third quarter. I know Ryan Day likes to give the ones a few series after halftime, even in blowouts, but considering how many key contributors have been hobbled lately, the goal should absolutely be to get out of the gate early and then get the young guys reps. 
I think Kyle McCord will get the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. and Emeka Egbuka early and often. Both will score a touchdown and eclipse 100 yards. I think McCord will go over 250 at least, but I think he could have a lot more if he doesn't get pulled. Similarly, Travion Henderson will go for 150 all-purpose yards, and none of those four guys will see the field in the fourth quarter. Please, Woody above, do not let the starters be in this game in the fourth quarter. I also would be absolutely flabbergasted if Sparty gains more than 200 yards today. In an article on The Only Colors, the Michigan State SB Nation site, I went with Ohio State 38 and Michigan State 6, but I'm going to amend that a little bit, and I'm going to go 41 for the Buckeyes, 3 for the Spartans. They will only get that 3 because of some sort of special teams blunder from the Buckeyes. All right. That's all that we have for you today. As always, Lane Grant will have you covered before, during, and after the game. I'll be mashing buttons on Twitter during the contest, so please follow and share your thoughts at LandGrant33, your home for all of Land Grant's Ohio State news, analysis, and sarcasm. You can follow me personally at BWWMAT. And if you are not already, please subscribe to Land Grant's one-of-a-kind podcast network. We are turning out, in many cases, multiple episodes every single day, and I promise you, as we get down the stretch, you will not want to miss that. So, with all of that out of the way, thanks for listening. We will talk to you soon, and as always, go Bucks.